Hey guys, welcome to your next stop. I'm so excited for my next guest. This is actually not a Clubhouse Connect, which I know many of you are always assuming. Sarah actually heard one of my guests who she has been connected with, and I'm really excited for Sarah to share her journey and what she is doing for children. Her company is called Mighty and Bright. Welcome, Sarah Ulsher. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Welcome to your next stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to your next stop. Yeah. So Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about what Mighty and Bright is? And then I want you to get into your journey of how you started that. Absolutely. So I am a children's book author, illustrator, and I have six books and they're all about kids who are dealing with really tough changes. So I have one for divorce. I have one for a parent or a sibling who's going through cancer. I have one for a child that's going through cancer. I have one for the pandemic. And then I have one for like general change because kids don't really cope very well with change. And each one of them comes with a calendar to show kids what to expect when things change in their lives, because that is a huge anxiety reducer. Now, okay, so I, I love that, and you've been—I mean, you've been on—you know—Pop Sugar has highlighted you. I mean, you—you're doing, it. and I think I feel like that was early on in your career, which is yeah. just exciting. So, which kind of just shows you—you know what? This is needed, and there's not that much out there. And uh, one of my other guests that is doing something for children in a different light, it is really important because as parents, I'm a parent, and I—you know—we we teach kids sometimes when it happens, like, and it's a little too late. Like, so if you can kind of tell us where and how this all came about and tell us your journey. Yeah. So when my daughter was two, I had been divorced for about six months and she was just having a ton of anxiety. She was afraid, you know, when you're a toddler, you don't really have that you know, ability to talk very much. And so she was afraid of just like shadows on the ground and sand and other kids. And I was like, what is going on? Like, it didn't really seem related to the divorce. So I was really concerned. And I actually reached out and found a therapist. My background is in psychology, and I was going to be a therapist for adults. But I didn't have any idea how kids worked, because I had never had any experience with kids until I had my own. (laughs) Right. Um, And so I was just like huge proponent of therapy even for a two-year-old. And it was mind-blowing how I learned how much kids can really understand, even if they're not that verbal. And one of the things that I realized was the anxiety was really related to all of the changes that were going on in our household. Not just the divorce, but I had been an illustrator working from home for her whole life up until the divorce. And then I went to work outside the home and that change was devastating to her. And so one of the things that happened during that therapy was when the therapist was going on vacation, she took out this like construction paper calendar that she had made. And she said, okay, you know, you usually see me on this day and this day, and then this day, we're not going to see each other. And then this day we will. And I was like, hmm, 
like, I wonder if this would be helpful for other things. And I said to the therapist, like, what if I were to, you know, put the days she was going to see her dad on a calendar and her days that she was going to be with me and the calendar, the therapist was like, yes, that would be fantastic. Right. The more you can show kids what to expect, you know, the more they feel comfortable with their lives and safer they feel. So as I mentioned, I was an illustrator. I had all these illustrations of our family and I had this like magnet making machine left over from my business. So I just like took this like old metal tray that you stick under refrigerators when they drip yeah. and used electrical tape to make a calendar and hung it on the wall. And it was like night and day how much it changed her whole demeanor. I mean, she really, her anxiety level just... It was amazing. And I thought, oh, that's no. so wonderful. Yeah, it really, it was really was. And I just thought like, I wish more divorced parents knew this was a thing because if they did, it would really help. And so that was kind of the beginning of Mighty and Bright. And I was able to kind of make it into a thing that didn't involve a drip pan. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pop Sugar covered me. And that was kind of the beginning of, they really recognized that this is what co-parenting is about, you know, like focusing on the children. Um, and so that was the beginning. And then when my daughter was six, we were still using the calendar that many years later. Wow. And I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh my gosh. And yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, so it was hideous and scary. And I went and tried to find books to explain cancer to her. And at that point, I had done so much research on child development that I really understood how kids learn and what they need to be told. And there was nothing out there to explain cancer in a way that I felt was going to be helpful to us. Right. And so I ended up not using any books. <laughs> so, okay. So, I mean, so your daughter was two when the divorce happened and then you knew that she's obviously a sensitive child, right? She expressed herself in, in different ways, which, you know, is a beautiful thing. And it's a beautiful thing that you stopped and were like, wait a second, because there's not all parents that do it and it's not anything negative to them, but they're going through so much trauma that they can't focus on their children. So I love that you were able to be like, well, wait a second, something is off. Yes. And the one thing that I did learn from that therapist is that a lot of parents, when their kids are that young, especially will kind of brush off this, this stuff as being like, oh, they're shy. Oh, you know, it's okay. Our situation just felt incredibly debilitating to both of us. Like her anxiety level was so high like it, I couldn't cope, she couldn't cope. And so it felt like a crisis. And the thing that I learned from the therapist is a lot of kids who aren't that sensitive are still having issues, but they aren't expressing themselves to the degree that right. my daughter was. And that a lot of parents don't realize there's an issue until their kids are in elementary school, but actually the problem was there much earlier. But when right. they're in elementary school, they're having behavioral issues at school or academic issues. So yeah, for sure. Which which breaks my heart. Kids are like very close to my my, my heart. I mean, I have three of my own, but I also just have, you know, special place because it really is, um, you know, the world's a scary place. And if they don't understand what's happening and an adult is not equipped with the equipment. So I love that you did this. And then, so you are, I just want to say, I'm, I can't believe, you know, with the breast cancer. So you, are you cancer free now? May I ask? I am. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Thank goodness. I have no okay. breasts, but I am... 
cancer free. So cancer free. <laughs> okay. Well, a worthwhile sacrifice. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So now she's six. And now do you still have at this time? I mean, and also again, I'm going to ask a personal question. Do you still have a relationship with her father? Like, do you guys yes. have a oh my good gosh. relationship? I had never been so glad to be divorced in my life because we did not have a good relationship for probably the first four years of our divorce. It was brutal. We couldn't even communicate without getting into an argument. But the day that I was diagnosed with cancer, I had made the appointment because they only had afternoon appointments and she was on her way to see her dad. So it was like a Friday afternoon at four in the afternoon and she was already on her way to her dad's house for the weekend when I got this diagnosis and I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Like I was alone, which sucked obviously, but I had time to process what was going on um, without bringing her into my emotional turmoil. Cause they can feel all the energy in the air. That totally wasn't anything I wanted her to experience. But also it's, it sounds like your daughter is like, that's something that's a gift of hers is that she's very Mm -hmm. intuitive, which is a special thing as much as at times it can feel like, Oh, it's heavy, but she definitely has a gift that she's going to do something with because you've given her these tools. So how quickly did you create this book on the cancer? I kind of came up with the way of explaining what cancer actually is as far as like your body's made up of building blocks. Basically, they're called little cells and they can make new ones anytime they want. And so I could kind of explain the science of how our bodies work. And then I said, you know, but sometimes one of those one of those building blocks gets made and it's broken and it doesn't know what its job is. And all it knows how to what to do is make more. And so before long, it ends up where there's like a whole group of them that are all confused and have no idea what they're doing. And they make it really hard for the rest of the blocks to build what they're supposed to build. And so I Beautiful used that to explain explanation yeah. to explain to her what was going on in my body. And I said, you know, I really only have one of these that's broken. So it's not, you know, there's a lot of things you can do to get rid of these I just have to have them removed, like they're going to remove my breasts, and that's going to solve the problem. And I said, you know, cancer is a really big word, and I want to be the one to explain to you that what I have is like baby cancer. But people are going to have strong reactions when they hear this word, because some people have cancer, and it's like really bad. And right. I want you to I want to you to hear from me so that you don't worry when you see their reaction. I don't have what they're worried about. And so that was helpful. <laughs> right. Now but, did you have to go to the, go through chemo and all that as well? Well, initially I didn't think I was gonna have to. They thought my cancer was early stage, and so I was just scheduled for surgery. But when I woke up, they found that it had moved to my lymph nodes, and so I needed to have chemo, but that basic explanation, I said, you know, they realized there were more of these broken cells than they thought. And so I'm going to have to have the medicine and the medicine's not super smart and it's going to kill some of the like good cells too. So my hair is going to fall out, but it's going to get rid of the cancer. So it's going to be okay. And so it was during chemo that I ended up writing and illustrating the book because I took time off from work because I just like could not. Um, Some people can work through treatment and I was just like, heck no, I am a mess. (laughs) Right, Um, right. 
so that was kind of the purpose that kept me going was running my business and writing this book. And so that was my first book. And then from there, I wrote one for divorce and all this other stuff, because I realized if you can explain what is going on to children and then show them what, how it's going to actually affect them, because developmentally, the whole world revolves around them. Like they're not able to have empathy, especially when they're really young. They care how this is going to affect them. So every one of my books explains the concept and then how it's going to affect the child. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. Hi, my name is Shari Hodes, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. So, I mean, again, this is why I love my podcast is because we were put together because of another podcast that I did. And the thing that I think is so amazing and beautiful about you is that you had two pretty tragic things happen to you and your child. And from there, you obviously are a very inquisitive, go-getting kind of person. And you were like, how can I make this better? How can I make this better for my child? Because I see that she's suffering. And there's a lot of parents, again, not to put them down because everyone does the best that they can, but that don't understand, okay, this is what I need to do. So I love that you, like you have tools out there that a parent can be like, oh my God, I don't know how to explain it, but guess what? Here's a tool that can help you and they can work through it. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think, you know, you did the calendar and I love that you did that. And then the cancer is what you were like, no, I need to write, I need to write books because there's not a book out there. Exactly. But the other thing about cancer treatment that I think was a real problem is a lot of people who go through cancer are older and they don't have young kids and there was nothing out there as far as resources for parents. And I was just like, what do I do? All I care about is like my daughter and I don't know how to help her with like the chaos that is treatment because different people are doing school drop-offs and pickups. Like, you know, my daughter was constantly being shuffled around and had no clue what was going on. And that's why the calendar was so important. But it basically felt like all my skills kind of came together to like create this thing because yeah, like most parents don't realize this stuff because they don't, I have a background in psychology and illustration, like all the things that like life handed me kind of came together in this thing because this is what I was meant to do is make it easier for parents. Right. Which I could totally get choked up. I mean, as much as it sucks that this had to happen to you, you were, and I don't want to say the chosen one because that sounds very corny, but you know, with the universe, <laughs> God, whatever, you know, you know, people want to say, I mean, I believe in God, but I also believe that the universe plays a big role in things as well. You were put there with all of your gifts that were given to you and then your tragedies that were given to you and a child that is sensitive. If your daughter wasn't sensitive, you wouldn't have known that she was suffering and she was suffering. So the fact that it all came together, it was like screaming to you like, Hey, this is what you're meant to do. You are meant to help parents out there that don't have the skills and don't have the background. So, you know, uh, just amazing, amazing. And thank you for doing what you're doing because, you know, and I know when you said a lot of people are older, but I know, I mean, I'm 47. There's a lot of people in my world just around that are our parents that are they're, they're you know, uh, someone that they know has cancer. I mean, cancer is really, it's probably touched every single person out there because it is 
you know, environmental, whatever is causing it so much, there is so much more of it. And to have the tools to be able, because it is a scary word, you hear cancer. And if you know someone that passed from cancer and you're a kid, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, my parents dead. It's straight up trauma. A hundred percent. And it's scary because you don't know when it's a, yeah. So the fact that you're giving the tools and I love that you had the calendar because you knew that that worked because again, Mm -hmm. you saw that your child was suffering. You knew that you didn't know what to do. So you brought her to a therapist even, and that's the thing. I think that's another message. You don't have to be a certain age to have a therapist help you. If you are a parent and you're struggling and you don't know what to do, it is okay to say, I don't know what I'm doing and look outside to someone that does, because there's people that are trained. There's people that have gifts that were given to them to do just that. So Sarah, thank you so much. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. My website is mightyandbright.com. And I'm also hang out on Instagram a lot. So um, Mighty and Bright Co. Great. Okay. And and, and tell us about some of the, so you have six books. So give us a little bit about the other books as well and anything else that you're doing that you want to share. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, So I have the book and calendar for divorce and for a parent or sibling with cancer. Um, and then for a child with cancer also. So I have a nonprofit called Resilience Campaign that distributes these books and calendars to children's hospitals. Um, and then during the pandemic, because we couldn't just stop with the trauma already, we ended up with a worldwide <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> um, I created a bunch of re- free resources that I just sent out to schools um, explaining the the pandemic, but then I also made one called what happens when school starts again, that kind of covers like not knowing what's happening with masking or like, so maybe you're going to go back to school. Maybe you're not. Um, so I still have that book because it's still useful, even though we're past. Right. This, hopefully. <laughs> right. And you know what? And the thing is, you know, I love that you did that because there's, you know, my kids are a little bit older, but still, you know, we had to talk through and be like, you know, don't, you don't need to be nervous about that. And I'm luckily I don't have, my kids don't have a lot of anxiety, but I have siblings that have young kids. And I would say to my mom, like, this is doing something to them. I know it is. And we all need to be very aware if there's any behaviors or anything that's odd, we all need to be like, not pointing out being like, Oh, you guys need to deal with this. But like, mom, you're a safe person. You know what? Hey, the three-year-old is acting like this guess what? I think it has directly to do with the pandemic. Let's talk about it. And then all the little kids that are not verbal and see people with masks all the time without smiles, like this is unfortunately going to affect them in a way and we need to be prepared. And that's one thing that I don't feel like our world does very well. It does not prepare for these things, you know, but so I love that you did that because it's so important and it's even with older kids and I was just uh, reading something or, or listening to something and it was like, you know, telling certain kids that, Hey, if you get, if you're not wearing a mask or you're not careful and you're playing with your friends, you could bring the coronavirus home and that could kill your grandma. Like, what the hell is that? Don't tell them that because that's, that's not, that's not totally true. Like don't make a kid more anxious than they need to be. And that stuff makes me insane. So like anytime my kids would come home and say, oh, we learned this, or this person said that I'd be like, please don't listen to anyone. (laughs) We really have a lot to deal with. And actually I I have a new book that comes out tomorrow and it's called nothing. It's called nothing stays the same, but that's okay. 
And the whole purpose behind that is exactly what you're talking about, is we now have to heal from the trauma of this pandemic, because whether our kids are showing it or not, they just experienced a whole heck of a lot of change. And humans don't deal too well with change. Tell us the date because this is going to be your episode will be launching in like uh, the beginning of the fall, which will be perfect for when school starts. So people can be like, holy crap, my kid's doing this. Guess what? I just heard this podcast and this is what was there. It's May, May 20th is when it comes out. So it will have already been out. Um, And it's great for starting school. And I'm planning on doing a lot of school visits too, to show kids how they can use a calendar to basically experience, you know, or understand what they're going to experience. And then it relieves their anxiety. So the whole thing goes through some of our coping mechanisms that um, we use and some of the skills that we can learn and in order to help ourselves cope with change. And and using a calendar is just one of them. Oh, that's amazing. Now, how old is your daughter now? She's 10. She's 10. Okay. Oh, great age. So my daughter's yeah. 11. She'll be 12. I mean, but the gift that you've given her and like the thing that's just so cool is like she saw you step up as her mom right? She saw you be like, okay, I've gone through these two. Like, and obviously at 10, you're, she's not going to know. She's going to know when she's a little older, she's going to look back and be like, wow. Oh my gosh. You know, my mom is pretty amazing because of all the things that she went through, but then look what she did. She turned this, her trauma into a business that is now helping other children through really tough times. So, um, just kudos to you uh, again. And so uh, do you have anything else like in the, the wings that you're working on, right? As you said, you're going to start going out and talking to schools about this. Do you do public speaking where you go and talk to parents about cancer and divorce and all of that? Do you have any of that in the works? Yeah, I do. that. I do a lot of that. And I love it. It's actually speaking to people is really what lights me on fire. It's, um, you can I tell love connecting yeah. with people. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what's in the in the works for me. And also figuring out ways to make the calendar more accessible to people of, you know, all socioeconomic levels um, is a real passion of mine. Oh, I love that, Sarah. So again, tell everyone where they can find you, just in case they didn't write it down. Yeah, it's mightyandbright.com. So that's M-I-G-H-T-Y-A-N-D-B-R-I-G-H-T-Y.com. And I'm on Amazon, I'm on Instagram as well at Mighty and Bright Co. Okay, great. And they can find the books at your, on your website. They can, or it's also, they're also on Amazon. Amazon. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Sarah, thank you again. I'm so glad that we connected because you're doing amazing things and I just appreciate your story. And I'm so glad that you're cancer free and that you've worked through other things. And now you're helping other parents be able to help their children cope. It's a beautiful thing and it is close to my heart. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Julia. All right, guys, you know what to do. Please go follow Sarah, go to her website. And you know what? You might be sitting there thinking, you know what? I'm not going through any of that. But if you really stop and pause your body and think, you might have a relative, you might have a friend that's going through it that actually could help their child. So don't just keep it with yourself. Share, rate, and review. And we will see you guys for another episode of Your Next Stop, where I'm interviewing a woman that has followed a passion or hobby or has a trauma that then they turned into a business. So again, thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 